Matchbox 20, real world here at 92.9, 20 past 7. Welcome back, Romy. How Hello, are you? I'm well. How are you? Doing very, very, very good. Welcome back. Thanks. It's lovely to be back in the studio, actually. I was going a bit nuts at home. I so can shout imagine. out to all my people at home going nuts. <laughs> I feel you. Did you get any extra sleep, any extra... I would say the, like, the opposite. Yeah, yeah, really? Well, when you've got routine, yeah. you make adjustments for your routine. Yeah. When you don't have routine, yeah. you're just all over the shop. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I was waking up early. I was like just not stressing about the news, stressing yeah. about everything. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think it's better to have a routine. Yeah. No. Welcome back. Good Thanks. to have you back. Frustrating little things. I know you've missed this. Mm. Um you and this week's frustrating little th- things. Mm. People didn't abide by the rules, of course, which <gasps> I know, breakers. amazing. Shock horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you weren't allowed to bring up lockdown. So it was a lockdown-free, frustrating little thing because yeah, that's a given. Totally. That's a given. Lockdown's frustrating. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um, so Rebecca, she's gone with the the medication pop-out sachet things. They're frustrating to pop medication the pills out of. Medication pop-out sachet things. Yeah, like to pop your, your um, Panadol yeah, yeah. out of. What, and so what's frustrating about them? They're hard to pop out sometimes. Depends what medication, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. that's frustrating. Definitely one-handed. Oh, one, yes. one-handed <laughs> raises concerns. Yes, no, very true. Um, also, the uh, Kara saying the kids not leaving me long enough uh, alone long enough mm. to scoffle my Maltesers. Yeah, that would so. be frustrating for sure. Um, Trudy, the fruit cup plastic lids when you peel them back and the juice goes everywhere. Yeah. Yep. People hate their packaging this week, don't they? <laughs> they they really do. do. Yeah. Some packaging's pretty lousy. <laughs> I often get in trouble from everyone that I know about how I open things. Yeah. Why? Why, why are people so like methodological? Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. With their like with their opening things, I just rip things open, and then Do everyone you? always has a problem with it. Really? Just what? open it. I just get impatient. I just want to. Yeah. Know, just open it. Like whatever, which way it comes. Cereal boxes. Cereal boxes, like you know, just even like plastic, yeah. the yeah. Like, bo- like chips, like yeah. anything really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's always been something I've been in. And, and, and they, they pick you up on it. They go, that's not how yeah. you open it. I don't think... Is there a universal way that you are meant to open things? I think there's a there's an efficient and, like, practical way that means yeah. that when you close it later yeah. for, like, storage purposes, yeah. it's, 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 it's good. Keeps fresher, it's better. It's helpful, yeah. Yes. It's not falling apart. Yeah. Whereas I just, I just go in from the start and with zero regard to how it's going to end up. Which is pretty much a metaphor for my life, really. I, re- <laughs> <laughs> I remember the old um, milk cartons mm. that you got. You know, with the the mm-hmm. you pull the things back yeah. and pop them open. I couldn't do. Th- I couldn't open them as a kid, <laughs> as like a five or them. six year old. So I used to. I was probably the most annoying kid on the planet. I used to get up early as a kid on the weekends to watch Rage or whatever mm. it was. And if it was a fresh bottle of milk to pour on my Cocoa Pops or Frosties or mm. whatever junk I was drinking, I'd wake my parents up at like six in the morning to get them to open up my milk carton because oh, I couldn't no. open it. <laughs> That's a frustrating little thing for your parents. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's better to ask for help than do it wrong. Oh, totally. And botch yeah. it for everyone. Oh, yeah, completely ruin the yeah. one litre milk container. My parents were so happy when the screw top lid milks came out. Yep. They were like, oh. Game changer. Yeah, that's technology so. <laughs> at its finest. <laughs> <Yes>. Innovation. 
frustrating little things on our Facebook page. Get those off your chest. But remember, you're not allowed to say lockdown. It's a lockdown free zone. All right, all the details on there. 724. You have to tell me what song I'm playing on the bell there on 676229 tonight. Give me the title or the artist. And that one is all yours. I'm feeling confident with this one. Michael, good morning. How are you? Uh, good day, Dave. You're pretty good, mate. That's the way. Loved to uh, put you in the drawer for a year's supply of Taco Bell and give you that Taco Bell merchandise pack. Michael, what do you think the song is? I think it's Ace of Base, The Sign. You know what, Michael? You, have, you are the closest out of all of us so far. It is Ace of Base. I'm going to give oh. it to you because it is then the song was Beautiful Life, not The Sign. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Ace of... All their songs sound the same, I mean, honestly. You know, so it was this. You know this? You know it. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Michael, uh, that was kind of anticlimactic after all of those guesses, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, anyway. Hey, Michael, congratulations. Going to put you in the draw for that year's supply of Taco Bell and also uh, give you a merchandise pack. Thank you very much. That's great, thanks. No dramas at all. Just hang on there, I'll get all the details off you. I wish after all of that I could actually give him the year supply of Taco Bell because I think everyone that guessed that and everyone that was subjected to listening to the bell for that long yeah. deserves it. But I uh, don't have that many prizes, unfortunately. <laughs> so um, 8.47, this is 92.9. So we've still got the Taco Bell song going on. I swear we've got about like, we had 89 guesses before. I, I was sitting in here and it was intense. It was, it was crazy. Just constant and I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah. I, look, all of them were wrong so far. We yeah. had everything from Africa, working class man, living on a prayer, the Macarena, wannabe, blue, come on the train and ride it. Party rock anthem. Party rock anthem. Lamparda. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, are they just throwing out songs now? I reckon with Lamparda, they're making up names. I don't yeah. think that's a song, <laughs> you know? Um, I'll play it one more time because I know it goes for a long time. So here it is. I like that bit. That's the bit that gets me. Just mash it, yeah. I really want to give this away because I'm so proud of our Taco Bell playing on this one that once I reveal what it is, you'll go, oh, of course. I'm going to have to go listen to it on YouTube. Yes. Now, because I can't hear it. (laughs) No. Um, Hello, what's your name? Hello there. We got someone there, but they're not talking. Hello, do you want to talk? No, obviously not. Okay. Who'd want to talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take the call then. <laughs> 676 Have a crack at our Taco Bell song. You could win a year spy at Taco Bell. Hello, who do I have there? Mine. What do you think it is? Barbie Girl? No, not Barbie Girl. We've had that one. Hello. Who's there? Hello. Hello, what do you Robin. think? Hello, Robin. What do you think it is? Um, ad- administration Bell. It is. Reception bell? Yeah, we we're playing a song on the administration bell. You have to guess what the song is, okay? Oh, yes. it's a song on the administration yes, it, bell. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right, Robin. I'll have to listen to it again. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. I don't have the time to make her listen to it again because it goes that yeah. long. Hello, <laughs> what's your name? Graham. Graham, what do you think it is? 
I think it's Billy Ray Cyrus, Achy Breaky Heart. No, I wouldn't subject that to anyone. The song's <laughs> bad enough on its own, let alone on a bell. But thank you very much. Okay, good on you. Thank you, Graham. Cheers. Hello. Who do I have there? Uh, and what do you think the song is? Uh, huh? Uh, what? Whatever. Pony. Pony. P O N Y. Yeah. Oh, genuine pony. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah you're sort yeah, of in the genuine. Yeah, you're sort of in uh, the right ballpark, but no, not quite right. Yeah. No. Thank uh, you. Okay. Cheers. Hello. What do you think it is? I think it's no limit. No limit. No, but yeah. quite a close-ish. That's not oh, bad. Good guess. Thank you. Thank you. If you know No Limits, you'll know this song. Hello. What, what do you think it is? Is it Driver's License? No, not Driver's License. Olivia Rodrigo. No, we're looking at a party song. All right? Oh, it's a bit, I missed that yeah, bit. Yeah, sorry. A bit, uh, I don't know what party you'd play that at. Not one <laughs> I'd like to go to. What would that a sound like one. on the bell? Ding. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, anyway. Thank you. Hello, what do you think it is? Uh, wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball. No, not quite right, but thank you. We'll give this away eventually. Hello, what what do you think it is? Rhythm is a Dancer. Rhythm is a Dancer. No, but you're kind of right. It's sort of like that. Uh, okay, thank you. thank you. Two more, I promise, because Amy needs to come on air at yeah, 9 o'clock. Just... Hello, what, what do you think it is? Um, is it Freaks? I don't know who it's by, though. No, not freak. No, but thank you. And last guess. Hello. Oh, they're not there. Okay, oh, great last well. guess. <laughs> we'll leave it there for now. Look, we'll we'll keep playing it throughout the day with Amy and Chris. Time to have a chat with Peter Moroni. He's a former senior investiga- uh, investigator with the New South Wales Terrorism Investigation Squad. Peter, thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm good, good, thank you. As good as you can be in our current COVID times. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And I mean, once, thankfully, one day when COVID moves on, the next big thing we've got to look forward to here in Australia is, of course, the the Brisbane 2032 Olympics. And crazy to think our main worry before COVID throughout the world was really terrorism. And that will probably come back on the... um, onto the, the, the wavelengths of everyone, and that's not necessarily a good thing either. Um, some planning will have to start pretty much right now into all of that stuff when it comes to logistics for the 2032 Brisbane Games, won't it? Oh, definitely. And look, it, it certainly would have been uh, probably at the back of their mind or, or their bid as well. In yeah. that, like, it, It's fantastic that Australia again, yeah. and particularly Queensland, have got it. Uh, but coming with that is going to be the large logistical uh, nightmare of mm. what security is. And, and as you say, look, uh, you know, hopefully the world will return to its, well, what, what we probably can call its normal state post-COVID yeah. at some point. And, uh, I, I just would expect that terrorism will come back onto yeah. the radar. And it's just important now, while we've got the benefit of 10 years, um, yeah. to start moving and planning towards that. Is it one of those things when you're investigating um, terrorism, you do have to forward plan as to what terrorism may look like in 2032 and predict that? Yeah, look, definitely. And, and that's, that's it's quite difficult, Jared, yeah. in terms of trying to do that. If you think back to, say, 2001, for example, yeah. but there's no way anyone probably would have ever dreamed of, of airliners you know, hitting a tower. No. Um, but look, certainly, it, it's, it's got to be part of that planning. Look, certainly, we, 
would look at a traditional methodology attacks, absolute, mm-hmm. and then part of that is uh, the crystal ball gazing, I call it, in terms yeah. of trying to look at and identify ways of uh, future attacks and, and planning against that. Is there any way you can sort of do that? Is there is there some sort of... Um, what, yeah, what, how, how do you do that? <laughs> um, well, I wish it was as simple as pulling out a crystal ball, but... Uh, <laughs> Look, it, it probably just means being informed. There's a couple of ways in which obviously can do it. One, being informed in terms of uh, what has gone on in the past in terms of methodology of attack. Certainly being informed in terms of who are what I would call the, the players of the world at the time and what um, philosophies they might be following or pushing out. It would certainly be looking at you know just technology so that's just including technology to, say, defeat things like scanners and, and what's out there, because that might be being generated for other crime interests, if that makes sense. Mm. But the, nothing stops a terrorist bringing that over to them. So there's a whole number of different streams you will look at to help you try to formulate what that might look like in the future. When it comes to planning something as big as the Olympic Games, when it comes to security, is counter-terrorism sort of the number one thing that gets the most amount of interest and time? Yeah, look, certainly um, from my experience in the past, absolutely. And I wouldn't expect that to change too much leading into the future. Obviously, the Tokyo Olympics is clearly uh, entirely different because COVID's obviously been rightly uh, up front. Yeah. They definitely would have still had terrorism considerations for sure. Um, but, look, it, it will be, I would expect, unfortunately, mm. uh, as well as other things uh, around cyber incidents and cyber security. But in terms of physically target-hardening buildings uh, and looking for signs and indicators, but there'll also be a big shift and a big focus towards the cyber security front mm. as well. Yeah, I, I'm sh- I don't know whether you got the numbers on you, but do you think terrorist attacks have diminished since COVID's been around? Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, I don't have the numbers at hand, yeah. but certainly from, from the readings I've been doing over the past several months, or I suppose if you turned it around, there's been, thankfully, very little probably reporting about terrorism incidents around the world at the moment. Yeah. Uh, look, they certainly have been there. There are uh, different sites that can inform us of, of you know the terrorist count, so to speak. Look, they're still occurring, and, and I think the biggest thing that why we don't see it front of radar at the moment is... Uh, there's just bigger issues in the mm. world. If, I'm not saying that terrorism is not, but no. in terms of the COVID issues that we're dealing with at the moment, it's probably just not getting the same airplay as it may have done, say, 18 months ago, two years ago. And that brings me to my next point. September 11 sort of put terrorism into everyone's front of mind, but terrorism was around 30, 40 years way before that, wasn't it? It's, it's nothing new. <laughs> Yeah, in terms of Australia, yeah, look, yeah. it has been. And you look, certainly September 11 is probably what we term now the, the, the modern-day terrorist incidents and going forward. And certainly from 2011, as you say, our, our, our terrorism-based incidents have increased. Pre-11, look, we did have them pre-2001. So, yes, we certainly did have yeah. them. But they'll probably just certainly not on that scope. And if anything, they were relevant to... Uh, issues that were occurring overseas, but the incidents happened here to those nationals uh, versus in the modern-day issues we see, we'll see attacks being committed 
against Australians for that point that they are actually Australians, whereas that wasn't what we would have normally seen generally pre-2001. Do you th- is, is there any sort of, um, I guess, groups or countries that would be on on the radar for the police heading into the Brisbane 2032 games? Oh, look, be, if we talked about a point in time as of uh, today at the moment, there would be the, the countries that would normally be there, such as the issues ongoing in Afghanistan and Iraq, perhaps in parts of uh, Pakistan and particularly in some parts of Indonesia, absolutely. Whether that would, I would imagine that will shift to over the next 10 years, you might see uh, more, uh, I'll call them hubs for want of a better word, more hubs pop up in different countries. And look, the terrorists will always evolve and they'll always move to areas where they can operate more freely without that country's government scrutiny. Mm-hmm. So I would expect several countries that even aren't on the radar today or and several groups that even aren't on the radar today or ever being thought of yet will start to surface over the next 10 years. It's fascinating. Thank you so much for the chat, Peter. Thank you. Pleasure.